0: You made it. Checked out of office to check into the sweet views of this place where the kids aren't asking for the Wi-Fi. Mom, can we go to the pool? And when you're with Amex, it's not if it's going to happen, but when. American Express. Don't live life without it. What's that place you've always wanted to try? Well, you're there sharing plates with just one bite. Or on second thought, maybe not sharing. It's that good. When you're with Amex, it's not if it's going to happen, but when. American Express. Don't live life without it. Oh, the weather outside is weather. Now, it is a little... I, I'm doing that singing be to show you that it is the Christmas season. It may not be really pleasant sounding, but this is Jim the Keys bartender coming from Key Largo. I hope you guys are having a good day. I'm having a great day. We've had, uh, well, we had very temperate, intemperate, I guess, warm weather recently. Uh, Supposedly for our neck of the woods is going to cool off a bit, but I'm not going to talk about the weather anymore. You know, it's a bit warmer here than wherever you're from. Unless you're from the the mantle or the core of the earth where it's, what, 50,000 degrees. It seems like that sometimes. But we are in the middle of it. We're in less than a week away. And we have uh, all the I guess there's a plethora of Christmas music all over the place. That's all we hear, right? On a lot of the stations and uh, down here, in, in at least in my household, we, we uh, have Christmas music, we have Polish Christmas music um, because the, the wife plays uh, a Polish radio station on our Alexa. And... We're. We're, I'm, we're looking forward to it. We we're all ready. I think we're. I think we're prepared for the things we have to do. Not a lot of running to do, do around here. This is our busy week coming up, at in in the keys for tourists and all that people escaping the mild weather. The mild weather. Yeah, there hasn't been any. Generally, temperature-wise, I know some of the extreme weather we had in the central part of the United States, but generally it's been, except maybe Maine. I think Northern California, you got a lot of snow. They said as a matter of fact, they got all the snowpack they need for the, the 2021-22 season. And we here in South Florida seems to be, have seemed to be getting our the rainfall that we need. Didn't it? So all in all pretty good. It's easy, I guess, when you listen to the news and all that that everything is bad, especially with you know what it is. Why do I have to repeat it? I think to this moment we can just forget about it and you know, the politics, the wars, disease, the economy. In general, I guess that's always been happening. So we always kind of focus on it. There's always been bad times for people, and this time of year we just kind of focus on those things that we find comfortable. Last week I I did that one show where I didn't curse, and I didn't see an uptick on it. Maybe I have to do it a couple times, but I don't think it's it's not a natural thing for me. I think I've Uh, when I'm expressing myself a lot of times I gotta throw a shit or fuck or something like that in there and not that I do that while I'm doing the podcast those I use them as a modifier but and um, I, I, I say these things to myself when I either driving or reading a newspaper. If someone, let's say I'm reading something about the premiere of China. What's his name? Xi Jinping? No. Lai Ping was the other guy. Jing, Xi, Zai, Jing, some other. There's an X in his name. But he's um, he's a real plick. Yep, I said it. He's a big prick. For those of you without the, that can pronounce the r's, it's prick. All that stuff. And I'm not going to I'm not talking about world news. You can get that better on the BBC or Bloomberg, whatever your thing of choice. You can get all your all your news. Here I just kind of I guess I allude to it, and I'm hoping that, you know, I don't think there's ever going to be a time where the news is just going to be full of happy, th- happy news. And what, what kind of news would be that? I mean, happy news. You could be saying, well, we, do, we only do the happy news, and all of a sudden you drive down the road and all of a you, you notice that uh, a bridge you cross is gone, Because the happy news didn't tell you that the bridge got swept away in a torrential rainfall. Or that there's a forest fire that's threatening your community. The happy news doesn't tell you that. The happy news doesn't tell you that there's a blizzard on the way or there's flooding. So there there is a service and requirement for the news and it's not... It's just the way it is. It's going to come. It's going to tell you, you know, that there's a, a flu epidemic, uh, that there's horrible weather coming up, or that your daughter just can't seem to be out of the room. Why? Why you're trying to do a podcast, and she's getting ready. She's getting ready five hours before she leaves. You know, she's just and that's her in the background. I'm just doing it. Look, she's just doing that, and it's very distracting. And we're going to do, we're going to do, I'm going to have her on tomorrow during the day. But we'll do the happy news today. Yesterday, uh, the family unit, we went to, I had bought tickets for post-Christmas for a a walking tour of the Botanical Gardens. Uh, it's Fairchild Botanical Gardens in What's the name? I forget the name of the neighborhood. It's in my, it's around Miami. It's not Coral Gables. It's, uh, hey, hon, what's the name of the neighborhood we were in yesterday? Okay, she's not going to tell me that. She's talking to someone else. But it's, it's a beautiful neighborhood. We went, uh, obviously these light shows, it was a light show. And you buy these tickets and you take a tour. And, and it's beautiful. The nice thing about our neck of the woods is that everything is still in bloom. All the plants. And we go there and there's all these beautiful lights and laser lights and things like that. Uh, they have these Christmas light shows at these other botanical gardens. But since it's winter time, a lot of the foliage is dormant. I don't want to say dead because that's kind of negative. But I didn't have any expectations. And it's really interesting to think uh, the wife asked for tickets for it. And I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, let's go. And that's a big thing for me because that's not what I would do. About 30 years ago, on that very day, let's say six days before Christmas, my idea of a good time would be going to a strip club. And then going out and for a night of drinking—that's the truth. I, that 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 was a fun time, or on a date with some new new acquaintance. Yep. Times have changed. Certainly, not just the drinking part, but the other habits, and it really works for the Christmas holiday. Uh, traditions. I don't really think that Christmas in the strip club and playing Christmas music is that necessarily appropriate, because it doesn't really. I don't. You don't I don't want to hear the Christmas. If if I was in one, I don't want to hear Christmas music. Maybe like either Run DMC, DMC one, the song they had in uh, Die Hard, and. Speaking of Die Hard, I was watching uh, this YouTube video about traditions in European countries for Christmas. And the Polish one we were watching this is a gentleman who's a transplant from Texas and he married a Polish woman and he lives over in Poland. He does YouTube videos about Polish traditions. And he said, The biggest, the two biggest movies. Christmas movies in Poland at this time of history is Die Hard and Home Alone. I mean, they're—I guess—they're considered Christmas movies here because they take place on Christmas, and there is some Christmas thing to it. But there's other than the, the killing of terrorists, or actually, they were blackmailers, right? Uh, hostage takers. I wouldn't technically call that a Christmas. It's a movie that takes place during Christmas. It's set during Christmas. But we went, we went to the Bita- Fairchild Botanical Gardens in it's not Coral Gables. I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna remember. I'm gonna remember the name of it. It's wow. I but mean, well, whatever. They have these. You have these all over in the United States. These big cities, and I think it's really important to have these places because here we are in one of the hottest real estate markets in the world and you got all these acres and acres of beautiful prime real estate and it's going to be i mean there's got to be pressures people developers just eyeing it and saying this is prime real estate we could do so much right here and make so much money so when when i go and hand over money To a park like that. I understand. There is a reason for it. There's a reason why it's so dear. If you think you're just walking through a garden. And stuff like that. And you're handing over 35 bucks a piece. Well it's money well spent. I believe it's money well spent. And it was so. So. So nice. Very. Very little holiday. It was more like a fairy garden. You know. Fairy garden. Meaning like the little ones with the. The wings, and things like that. Now, for the cruder mentions a fairy, uh, that, but there was laser lights, lights, and just, and at a tree, at a tree with, uh, I guess they have a, I don't even know how to describe it, a morphed projection of a person's face that's projected on. He talks to people. It's a live person who has, it's just like a background like we use on social media where you can change yourself to a cat or a wolf or a talking can of soda. So the tree is there answering the kids' questions and they're asking a bunch of questions. And some of the questions are pretty good. And while we were sitting nearby listening to some of the questions, I realized they don't ask any tree-pertinent questions. They did ask what's your favorite kind of structure, you know, which would be like a treehouse or something like that. You can always say. Well, they never gave the guy a good setup. You know, he's talking to the kids, and but I guess he's doing all right. He has to interact with them. So, but I was getting all antsy, and my daughter's there, and she says, "Dad, don't say anything stupid." And I go, "That's my middle name. I got to say something stupid. That's just me." It's not, it's what I am, part of my being. So I went up and I re, was waiting and my wife uh, raised her hand and then she pointed over to me and I said to him, what's the f- your favorite way in, for representing your familial relationships? And he goes, I don't understand. I said, a family tree. And then he goes, instead of going along, oh, that's funny or something like that, he goes, oh, I don't have family members like that. And that's not necessarily true. I know enough about biology that a tree comes from a seed. And a seed comes from another tree. So another tree would be the parent. And I should have explained to him and say listen. And those other seeds that came off the tree would be kind of like your siblings. And any seeds you put out are kind of like your progeny, your children. But I realized when I said it and no one laughed. Absolutely no one. I think some some guy, another dad, just when I was walking by, I laughed. He goes, he understood. That's the uncool dad thing, the nerdy the nerdy dad, but you know i didn't have the I didn't have the children either i didn't have i mean I have the, the my my stepdaughter, but i didn't have i could have done that if I had like when she was six and seven that would have been perfect. we would have had a good good old time with that, and there's a little display where you could walk in front of these. They had a little display of lights and you walk in front of it and they had a different chimes going off. Kind of like in the movie Big with Tom Hanks and Robert Loggia are playing on the big keyboard. And I took a video of that and my daughter says, you shouldn't be videotaping other people's children. And I go, oh, that is right. That is bad. That is bad graphics or a bad image. But you're here with me, and Abby's here with me. I said, why don't you go over there and do it? But it was absolutely lovely. You go up there, you know, the traffic isn't so bad this week. Next week is the real time. Though, when I was traveling today, when I was traveling to do my spin class today, there was a decent amount of traffic. And the nice thing about the spin class in the gym, let me go over this for a while too. Ever since, it, it'll be two years this March when COVID really hit the U.S. and started affecting us here and um, all, all over the United States. But the the gyms closed for a while and then we reopened. We had to wear masks mask while we are in the gym. It's only recently, a couple months ago, where... They made mask optional at the, at, a, at the gym. And it's just starting to get back to the way it was or getting close to the way it was before. Yeah. But originally when I started back at spin class, there were three, maybe four people. The most we could have was eight now, I think our classes can go up to 12. I, I've had it over 21, 22 people in, in the size room we have. And that's the amount of bikes we have. And you go to bigger spin classes, they got, you know, you can have 100, 200 people. Matter of fact, I, I went to a a conference for fitness instructors, and they had a whole room, a giant conference room full of brand new spin bikes. And they it it seemed to be, I think they said there were 300 people in that spin class, which was fun. And they had the big screens up and they had the laser lights and all that stuff and the music. And it was, I think it was an hour and a half long spin class. Great workout. So today I went in, since I'm talking about it now, and I had maybe seven students and because it's my last class I'm teaching prior, because the gym is closed on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. And Christmas Day, is the, the, it falls on a, a Saturday. I don't have a class, but Friday, I normally do Christmas Eve. And that, um, I, I try to incorporate incorporate Christmas music. Into the class. And the thing about Christmas music is there's not a lot of variance in the tempo and things like that. So I like to, I don't really talk about it too much, but when I do a class, what I do is I have all this music, and I put it in the categories, in the speed, like one's for sprinting, one's medium, one's heavy, and that's the resistance levels, and when you have higher resistance, you put in there, you go slower, and it stimulates climbing and things like that. So when it comes to Christmas music, it's all kind of like moderately fast. Some of it could be faster if it was adapted, adapted for a workout. And uh, I kind of mixed that in today, and I kind of instead of building a playlist, and I for me, and this happens a lot of in instructors. You make these playlists, these songs, you put them in a row and try to make them somewhat as if you're DJing, right? You want the music kind of blend together. You don't, you're you not going to go immediately d- doing a blues song into a hard rock, right? You want to transition. And that's what I try to do. But I got rid of the playlist because I found whenever you make playlists, you have a tendency to favor some over the others, because they're innately better for certain workouts. And so if you build like 25 playlists, I had 25 playlists, and the music would be, and I turned out that I would use five playlists more frequently. So what I did is I broke them up and I put them all into different, groups of like this is for sprints this is for climbs this is they're they're all different movements you do in spin you don't need to know that and this way i just put it together while i'm working out i'm looking oh we're going to do this now and i look at the kind of people that are in class and i'm see they're not are they working out are they tired then i can can go into this movement this is too many sprints is too many climbs and i try to do it to kind of be original like a podcast, trying to be original and say, hey, you know, this guy talks a lot about this one particular thing. That would be interesting if I had one of those um, mild form of autism, the whatever that syndrome is, Asperger's syndrome. And he only, and I was fascinated with trains, and all I would talk about is Trains. And say this guy fucking talks about trains all the time. This is why I just saw a train today, and this train was a diesel train, and this one was electric. Oh, this one is a coal train, a steam train. I saw it yeah. There's, I'm sure, and I'm sure there's a couple. If I'm going to go and Google it, I'm sure there's a couple podcasts about trains. There's a podcast about mechanics and uh, biomechanics, people that restore cars. ASMR podcast. Here, here's the am. This is me drinking coffee. Mm. Ah. Yep, that's an ASMR kind of, that's pretty much it. And you eat a potato chip. Maybe an apple. What's another thing? Popcorn. There's all sorts of podcasts and stuff like that for people with... That's... I guess that's the... There was always a time that certain people were just fascinated by certain particular narrow subjects. One particular subject. It's like there's a, probably a booby podcast where guys talk about women's breast. I can... That would probably be a really good... Um, Genre for some people, but I don't know if you really want to do a something that's verbally based on something that people get visually stimulated by. Right? It's like Talk Dirty podcast. That's probably a good one. Dirty Talk podcast. Um, What are the other ones? Shoebox Collector podcast. I'm just looking at shoebox hats. People that talk about hats. People that talk about socks. People that talk about magic eight ball. I'm doing the Magic 8-Ball podcast. Where people ask questions and just read that. Okay, the Magic 8-Ball says, Rarely. Oh, well, that's exciting. Or there's the How to Take Care of Your Laptop podcast. The Foot Fanciers podcast. And I am certain that because of the numerous, and we've done these statistics prior to this, that each one of those things, there is one that focuses on it. There's a paint-by-number podcast. I haven't checked it, but I'm sure there is. Someone who just says, oh, this is the color. I use different colors when I do paint-by-numbers. I use different brushes. Right? There's a popsicle stick uh, construction podcast. I don't know, but I'm sure there is. There's over a million different podcasts out there. Most of them don't get past the first episode. And fortunately for you, or maybe unfortunately for you, I have gotten past the first one. I've gotten past the first 500. And I'll tell you something. When I hear those numbers, a million podcasts, and realize I'm one of the million, I go, God, what chance do I have? It's like being one of those guys showing up at a high school dance. My high school dance is, I remember having that fake polyester shirt, the shitty Virgo uh, astro sign medallion. astrological sign medallion Uh, the Yves Saint Laurent what was it Yves Saint Laurent Uh, not the Yves Saint Laurent cologne my hair parted in the middle and you're just one of the group of 14 15 and 16 year old guys standing in a corner looking for a girl to dance to and just going up, asking him to dance. That was my first foray into the uh, relationships. I mean I've done that before. I mean I've taught not danced, but my first foray into attempting to it when you're know, 13, fourteen I was just talking trying to talk to him. I was a slow learner. Very slow learner i didn't know at the time all i had to do is say hi my name's jim what's your name like this and ask him and ask him some questions oh do you go to school here i didn't i haven't seen you before so you like would you like would you like to dance do you like this music you look very nice today and that's it. and you could say that and he goes hey listen i'm just here to have a good time you know what i mean no you don't want to say that but you say yeah i'm just here. i'm hoping i'm hoping to meet someone nice that's it you don't want to be too forthcoming i guess that would sound a little desperate for a 15 year old said well i'm hoping to find someone that a stepping stone relationship so i can get up maybe hopefully trying to get first base trying to get to first base if i'm lucky second base though i haven't been there yet Uh, I'm not even, oh, I mean, third base, holy crap, that would be incredible. And I wouldn't know how to, I wouldn't know how to steal home home plate. I would not. And then you shouldn't steal, you should be given permission. You should be given permission for all those bases, actually. It's not like taking, there's no stealing. I mean, there are people that try to, and do, but... Uh, I guess that metaphor is the one thing that kind of falls apart. So, i i even I even forgot where I was starting with that stuff. I was I was talking about school. I was talking about the clothing. Blah blah blah. Let's go back, 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 back. Talking about relationships, this, that, and the other thing. Nicknames. I wasn't talking about nicknames. But I wanted to. I wrote it down in my book of ideas. My book of a million ideas. No, it's not a million. It's a couple couple hundred of them. But nicknames. A lot of places give nicknames to their regulars. And I'm talking about restaurants and bars. I'm sure there are a Starbucks where they call Mr. Low Fat Latte or a miss uh shit's a lot you know miss shit's a lot always borrows the keys to the bathroom and disappears for 40 minutes but in in bars and restaurants there are there is an instance of people getting i I think it has to do with the creativity of the staff and how much they're on what would you call it on the same page. Right? When you're on the same page with your co-workers. Last night, I rarely watched the whole movie because I think it's really disgusting with some of the things they did in the movie. Waiting. Right? But what it did get right is the way that the community of workers, the way they interact with each other. You got front of the house and back of the house different routines they get together there was one thing uh, an ongoing uh, game they played and it was the guys and the guys try to show their their private parts to another guy without them knowing ahead of time so they would walk in and look and then depending on how much exposure they looked at it how long they, well what they were doing they would kick him in the ass from one to to five times. And they had different names for it. They had the back wing, the goat, and all that stuff. It was pretty interesting. But that, that idea, I have to say in the 80s, that that happened way before that movie came out. And in the 80s, I lived in a fraternity house. And... We didn't necessarily do it in, a, in our fraternity house, but a friend of mine at another fraternity house would tell me about these, these routines they would do to get guys to look at their junk. And they had, the, one of them was the watch and the other was the broken thumb. And let me tell you a couple of uh, the broken thumb the broken thumb was when someone would take their manhood and put it in their hand and hold it with capping it with the other one. And sometimes guys are a little more creative. We'd get catch up or things like that and put it around it. And then we'd just go, ah, and scream real loud. And they say, come here, come here. And they said, say, listen, I think I broke my thumb. And someone get, could you take a look at it? I'm afraid to look at it. And the person would uncover it and it would be, I'm not going to go into details of it because you all have imaginations. That was the broken thumb. And the guy could get up real close. The closer they got to it, the better. And you just say, hey, you're, you know, and just say, I can't believe you're looking at my thing. And the other one was a watch, the brand new watch. That was really kind of interesting. And that was where a guy would take his uh, manhood, kind of stretch it over his hand, a wrist, a wrist. And if they were really creative, creative they would draw uh, a, a little face of a uh, watch on it. And people would go and say, hey, listen, I got this new watch you want to take a look at. It? Now, where your hand was should have gave the person a, whenever you see your arm real low, you should have said, hey, I'm, I think there's a chance someone's going to be showing your, me their dick. Well, you stretch it over and you'd look down and say, hey, check out my little watch. And look at Hey, you're looking at my dick. Yep. That's immature. That's in. And the nice thing about that, the nice thing in the non-Me Too movement uh, thing is that guys did it to guys. And they're usually in the same community of gross guys, which made sense. Now, the other behaviors were toxic. I don't think necessarily guys doing that to each other is necessarily uh, that bad. Now, when you incorporate it to someone else, I think that's horrible. Like if you have someone that's unwittingly not participating in it. If you walk in and you get a room in a fraternity house, if you're living in a room in a fraternity house in the 1980s, If you don't see someone's dick without wanting to see someone's dick, then you haven't really lived in that house. On a regular basis, I used to go into, I'd get up early in the morning just so I can have the bathroom to myself and no one would come in there. Just so I can shave, shower, take care of my business. No reason to go through all the details. You know what happens in the bathroom. But sometimes when we were shaving, there was a friend of mine, he would get up early too. He was an early riser. I never understood because you'd go to bed around 1 o'clock, 1 or 2 o'clock, and I'd be up at like 5.30. And the guy would get up and he'd sit. Uh, the toilet was about one foot from the sink on the on the floor I was living on in the fraternity house. And there was about eight guys on each floor so it's not too crowded you know he's not, guys aren't always in the bathroom taking time If it was girls eight eight girls in a bathroom i guess that would be incredible in the 80s because of all the blow drying and all that stuff but i'm there shaving and brushing my teeth and the guy come in to take a shit and he sit there and he goes hey hi jimmy how you doing and i'm like this i've never seen anybody that comfortable and i was in the navy oh my god you just not you just go in and take care of your business and you go out. This guy's having a conversation with me, you know he's taking a shit. That's not something I ever got comfortable with. Having a conversation with someone while they're taking care of business. The only thing grosser than that, if the guy came in and I said, listen, I know you're taking a shit, but I just came in and masturbate in the sink. That would be that would be worse, wouldn't it? Merry Christmas, everyone. I know that's a horrible thing. But I don't mean to gross you out. I know it's a grosser episode, but you know what? I am a bartender, and they work out. Oh, this could be it. I'm going to pause this for a second. This could be the guy I'm waiting for. I'll be back. Recording. Okay, yeah. That was, a, that was not the man in my dreams. That was a man I was waiting to give me a call for a loan signing, which is fortunate because this is the time that I was preparing to end the show. I'd like to thank everyone for downloading. I'm I'm still looking for that 100,000 downloads before the end of the year. It's going to change. Uh, it will change the makeup of the show. It won't change the contact. It can change the quality. It could change the uh, presence of other people on the show because the more listeners, the more resources we have. And that's what I want. And I'm not going to ask you to go on the Patreon and give me money and all that stuff. I'm going to go pure numbers. Pure numbers. With the quality of the conversation. With the fake dick watch and all that stuff. Yes. It's innovative, isn't it? But that those numbers... And I'm not going to say... Listen, I'll promise you one thing. If this show has great success, you'll hear this from thinking, It will not change me. It will, it will change me. you want to see what it changed? You'll see. I'll be drinking from big-ass jewel-encrusted chalice during the show. Once you get that, and I'll do a live feed. And I'll do it from someplace interesting. I'll do a live video feed. But uh, keep on downloading them. I'm looking for that 100000 before the end. Of it. I know it can happen. It's just a little click. And once I start getting featured on iTunes and Spotify, it'll poo. And it's already, you know what? We did get listed in number four, bartending podcasting. Yes, I know that's a big deal. I appreciate it. But we got to move. You know, that's why the front, the windshield is so much bigger than the rear mirror. The mirror, okay? Because you want to see where you're going. You don't have to see where you've been. Okay, this is Jim. I'll probably be back later. I'll talk to you later. Bye.